You yeah, said, you I took my free comic book day, hypothetically took my, my comic, free comic book day comics, and I slated them. Not insulted slated them. I slated them to make money. <laughs> you said that I actually got slated by doing that. Yeah, pretty so much. I, it cost me more money than it was actually worth. Look, in all respect, it's a free comic book. Why would you want to try to sell it and market it up to somebody? You got it for free. Now he's trying to really yeah. make me feel you bad. just pass it on. It was a Barack Obama free comic book, and it should be worth some money. No. It hurts me. They made millions of those, didn't they? Yes, they did. There, okay? so I have, really I have the Barack investment. Obama comics that are worth money. <laughs> Which ones are those? I bet you wish you I just want to know. <laughs> I'm not going to steal them. Oh, no. They were oh. called... Uh, we actually I just, doing a I commentary just... next weekend, so... Gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe... Here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Free Comic Book Day. Welcome everybody to Spin Rack. We're talking about Free Comic Book Day because why? We support comics. We want you to go out there and buy it. May 5th, right? You don't buy a free comic book day, you get them free. Yeah, yeah free. but we want you to go out and... <laughs> no, you don't have to rewind, we're still going. We need to go out there and support. It's free comic book, you can get it. They may be worth something, they may not be worth something. That's what our resident expert, Cal, was going to tell us. These about. books will be worth pretty much next to nothing at the end of the day. It you was free, it you he get a dollar for it. You get, a, you get it free, you, you get it free. Look, it was free. If you get a dollar for it later on, you made 100% profit. But don't think you're going to come over here and get some really big key issue. That happens very rarely with the free comics. But you get them so you can read them. You get right, them to some stories. kids. No. You yeah, said, you I took my free comic book day, hypothetically took my, my comic, free comic book day comics, and I slated them. Not insulted slated them. I slated them to make money. <laughs> you said that I actually got slated by doing that. Yeah, pretty so much. I, it cost me more money than it was actually worth. Look, in all respect, it's a free comic book. Why would you want to try to sell it and market up to somebody? You got it for free. Now he's trying to really yeah. make me feel bad. You just bad. pass it on. It was a Barack Obama free comic book. And it should be worth some money. No. It hurts me. They made millions of those, didn't they? Yes, they did. There, okay? so I have, really I have the Barack investment. Obama comics that are worth money. <laughs> Which ones are those? I bet you wish you I just want to know. I'm not going to steal them. Oh, no. They were oh. called... Uh, we're actually I just, doing a I commentary just, next weekend, so... I just sold one the other day. <laughs> I just sold one the other day. It was up. They were called Presidential Material. Mm -hmm. There was one for John McCain, and there was one for Barack Obama. I invested in both, cause mm -hmm. just to hedge my bet in case... Right, right. I just sold the John McCain one, but that was for... Uh, to be quite honest, that was for maudlin and morbid reasons that I'm pretty certain somebody, somebody oh bought that. Oh, my God. That's the hardest part about comic book collecting. Yeah. Man. That's why I put it up right. as well, you know. Let's get back to why we should go to the free comic book days. In the free comic book days in your comic book store, you go to your comic book stores and everybody should try and go support them. You get these free comic books, you see new stories that you haven't um, had a chance to look at. There are tons of different um, publishers out there, so you, anyone out there, they'll, you'll see tons of things that you may like. You know, go out there, take a chance. And a lot of there's other, there's other stuff in the comic book stores, naturally comics, toys, games, toys, t-shirts that you may find as interest. So go out there whenever well, you can. And depending on the store, a lot of them are really trying to drum up interest in comics. They really love yeah. it when they see kids come in. So they're usually bags of free comics for the kids and a whole bunch of discounts if you're looking to buy other stuff, especially trade paperbacks. You can get some really nice deals that day. Yeah. Well, that's a, I mean, 
it also it also um, is a part of the struggling of the kids. Like people, I mean, there's a lot of adults going into comic book stores and they're bringing their kids, and the kids are not looking at the colors. They're just like, this is impenetrable. Yes. So this yeah. is to help them to say, here, here's some comic books you can hand them, and they could possibly read and they can drum up interest. The only problem with that is, it's um, it's not necessarily giving you always a storyline that's going on and saying. Like, cause I would buy maybe the X Men Hellfire Club as a back issue, and it didn't. It wasn't astronomical, and it's like, oh, I got to read the rest of these stories. It seems like these are one-offs. So, I would hope we could get some stuff that can really key you into the next storyline. But it's always sort of like it's there, you know, hand them out, give them to people, cause they give you a lot of stuff that you can just take with you, and it's like it's good to have books to read. So that's always good. But um, I think we should move on to talking about. How do we get these kids to read them? How do we do it? Do you think the free comic books help or no. don't help? No, not really. That's we, the hard we, part. We've had this discussion before. Okay, we'll bring up people like, you know, Dixon is a name that comes up for me because Dixon was someone who would read something and then push, you, push it on you. It was like, hey, did you read this? Mm -hmm. Did you check this out? And that's the big exchange with kids. Okay, right now my son is reading uh, Fable Haven. You know, he's reading, he's, these are thick novels like this. He's read one, two, three, four. He's just mowing them down. Why? Somebody, hey, did you read Fablehaven? Really good. Okay. Same thing we do as adults. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing with comics was that your parents might be able to push, I mean, your parents could push some on you and you might read. But if you have other people, your contemporaries reading as well, then you will read to stay up. Mm -hmm. You can be a part of the discussions. Did you read so on and so forth? And it was the same thing. And when I was at university, a lot of the comics I was reading, I think Image was around the same time. A lot of the comics that I was reading, if it wasn't something that I, I had the staples that I read all the time. But if it was something new, it was based on recommendation. Are you reading Silver Surfer? It's a really good read. Oh, did you see what happened in Amazing Spider-Man last week? Oh, you know, look what the, the Teen Titans fought the Justice League. I never thought that, you know, this type of stuff, do you think that would actually happen? And there were those great comic book discussions that would have from it. With kids right now, I mean, if you talk to them, a lot of the stuff that they're passing on is like, well, did you, are you watching this YouTube channel over here? Did you set up this for your, you know, you set up this for Instagram? And I would never have expected that they're, I would never have expected to be quite honest, you know, that, you know, a 10-year-old is more into reading a full-fledged novel. 10-year-old boy is more into reading a full-fledged novel than sitting down and, you know, reading a comic book. You know, boys tend to be more into, you know, the pictures, mm -hmm. you know, the graphics, all that stuff. No, they, they totally seeded that audience at the end of the day. But Free Comic Day is supposed to be for that audience. And here's the other hump they can't get over. While those comics right there will be good gateways, when you get to the regular issue, that wall is right back up. Doesn't it's right it. back up. And, yeah, it's and that's what you're saying. It doesn't relate to, the, to, the, to, the, well, to what's actually going on. Like, it, it, it's not that it doesn't. Sorry. It's not that it doesn't, but you have to really fight through that wall if you want to understand. You're going to have to really fight because the comics are not made so you can be a new jack and come in. They don't have those jumping on points or they're not self-contained issues like they used to be. There's all of this stuff because they're trying to maintain the readers that they have. Okay, because that's all they have, at, you know, that's all they've got right now. And then as a kid, for you, to, I mean, I could not imagine a kid getting into a Superman comic right now. You'd have to reboot the whole thing, and then if they liked it, maybe they could actually stay with it. it it's, it's tough. It's but really it's tough. Is that one of the problems that we were talking about before, the whole retconning issue where they're constantly retconning movie, um, um, 
shows just to get a new audience and of course once again you don't know where you're starting what where this part the, the powers of this particular character has and they change again and his backstory changes this whole retconning issue is a big issue that you have with the, with the, the I don't know if the retcon is a, is a problem for us longtime readers feeling that the continuity that we read is gone but it's is one of those things that for me I pulled out um, I think it's Avengers 320, uh, no, 310, which would probably be read as a bad, bad dialogue issue because it starts, and I'll just give you an example of how it reads. So it says, I say to you, hey, Cal, X, Y, Z. And then you say, no, PD, this, that, and the other. And he's like, you know, then I introduce your name as I go on on the first page. And whereas readers are like, oh, these people, they shouldn't be saying their first names. Right. Whereas, like, this is trying to say, if you don't know these Avengers, here's their names. Here's some, oh, when you, that's his Asgardian XYZ. It's trying to give you a backdrop of what these characters are. And Exposition. Like, I, don't, I don't need right. this stuff. Why would I need, that's that's like, because you've been reading it for three million years. Yeah. But it's like, if you look at Saga, it's like, hi. It's like, oh, and never me. And it's like, you don't get any sort of sense of their voice because it's just giving you that bouncy dialogue. And it's like, well, I've read, you know, 1 to 41. I don't need to hear their name. Yes, you do. If I'm coming in at 41. And I think that's it. When you hear Saga is, I mean, a lot of adults get into getting, like, Walking Dead because they buy all the books. For me, The Walking Dead is, the stories are int were interesting early on, but it's a lot of talking heads. Yep. And it's like, hey. And it was like, you got these premier, I mean, the other thing is that it, it does work, but you just also have to buy into it. Because you're like, I want to hear how, you know, I mean, you're buying into the dialogue, you're buying into this sort of characterization of this dark element. But at the same time, you should sort of, you can sort of build, I don't know, it's tough because I know everyone is, is really doesn't like the captions and they don't like trying to keep, like even Spider-Man's voice going from where he was, because I think Marv Wolfman said there's a period in Spider-Man up from the 60s to 80s where you had all these different writers, but the voice was always the same. You could say the same for the Hulk, or, or say Bruce Banner, the, say Bruce Banner or Reed Richards. And that's what I see is going from comics where they're more worried about, well, you know, like on the internet, it's like don't, you know, you say the title, don't say the title in the video, in the podcast, or say their names in the podcast. We already know your names. It's like, no, what about the people that hasn't heard? What about the people, the new people that are coming in? And then the people like in podcasts, they're like, all right, I want to stop saying the J. Moore podcast because I, I'm, it says it in the title. So I don't have to, like, no, you're marketing. You're marketing, you say it three million times. Or you're, and, or as a reader, you don't want the people to lose track of the characters or their characterization or their background that you might not know and say, oh, there's this bit about um, Thor. Maybe I should go back and read some of that stuff. Maybe I like him more or I like the Eternals or something like that. So it's it's a tough thing for me because, you know, I was a kid and my mother brought me, well, they bought us books that they read to us and then my mother brought us to the comic book store outside of seeing it on a newsstand and I didn't know at the time, but she said later she was hoping we wouldn't just go for like Archie's she hoped we'd go for like the superhero stuff like her and her older sister used to read. So that aspect of just going in there and saying, this is a candy store, whereas kids come in and it's like, well, Dad, just come on. You know, <laughs> I used to drag my sister through the comic book store, and I picked up a comic book that I believe 
I never had proof, but I believe a friend uh, had stolen, and I bought this, and my sister was like, so you bought that comic book that was all beat up. And then you bought, there was a Kirby one. So you bought that comic with no cover. <laughs> it's like, because I just want to read it. You know, that was before you had all these streaming and reprints and stuff online. So mm-hmm. I bought like a Trapster Captain America. And I was like, uh, it not, doesn't cost me anything. It was like basically cost me like a buck. And I could take that with me. Yeah, those are good days before yeah. before the speculation happened. Yeah. But, but what about this? And that's what this is. That's what the whole thing with Free Comic Book Day is for the people who... Anytime I see adults going over there, it's speculation. Is any one of these books going to jump off <laughs> and be worth some money at the end of the day and it was free? That's uh, all it is. And that's not really just reading to, 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 to read. They don't read these. I mean, I don't. I think about 50. I mean, I, I'd be scared to say as high as that. But I know a good number of the guys who collect comics now, they don't read them. No. They, they just don't. get the variants, they package them away, and, you know, they trade them. They're like, they're my, the comic books have become baseball cards. Okay? Yes. Yes. Where you're just trading them for the rarity. That's it. Most of these guys don't read the stories at all. They go online just to get whatever images, you know, so they can have the battle boards thing. But that's what's sustaining the market right now. These guys are not reading them because, uh, to be honest, if they were reading them, they would not be buying this right. <laughs> so hold on. They a second. would not be buying. So it. let's distinguish two things. Are we saying that comic books are the, the physical medium, or are we talking about comic books in terms of just the art? Whether it can be on any medium we're talking about, it could be on electronic, you know. It could well, be the Instagram, Marvel, it could be on, on, you know, Marvel has what, Comicology, or is that on Amazon? What are we talking about? Are we just talking just the physical medium you're saying itself? Do we want people you to You can't talk about the digital you medium. You can't talk about Nobody so collects that. You can't collect the digital stuff. Did I mean, you could, you could buy no, it or you could get a, a subscription, I guess. No. The, 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 right now, okay, if I wanted to read a comic book online, there are websites dedicated to that where you right. can legally go and just read this book for free. Okay, it could be the book that came out last week, and I can yeah. find it. So the digital stuff, the digital stuff has taken on some end. The digital stuff works because if you're a collector, you can find a nice copy, bag it away, and you can read it. Sometimes I do that. So other times I'm like, no, I really want to read this. I'll sit down, read it, you know, bag it and put it and bag it and put it away. But the digital stuff is never going to be worth. It's never going to be worth anything. It's digital. It's easily, it's easily right, you know, replicated. That's what I'm trying to say. Digital is one thing, but I'm just saying if you can. Like like ebooks, you know, you have people making ebooks and they're selling their ebooks two ninety nine, nine ninety nine, five ninety nine, or whatever. You know, that's Marvel. You can also do that if you go to Amazon with some of their products there too. But what I'm saying is, are we limiting it? Probably we're looking at it just in the archaic form, just paper, as opposed to saying, you know, there's what, too many illegal but I'm just downloads. Saying, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, the say story, that it works. But I'm saying there are probably the medium that we're that that, that they're going through are just not working. You need to go to the medium that. The kids are at. The kids are in Snapchat. The kids are in Instagram. Re- oh, you need to make comic books based. I could give using a digi- I could give a digital comic to a kid. They're not going to read it. You'd have to make that comic book incredibly interactive, in order for them to read it. That means you're going to have to have sound. Okay, you're going to have to have you know some light shows going on. You're going to have to have you know, I, I, you can't really do smell or anything like that. But the whole tactile thing of holding a comic, folding it, feeling the pages, which is also part of the reading experience, you don't get that from the digital. And then the whole other thing with comics that I always say in Comic Book Hero, comic books need to be, if, they, if you want to sustain it, they have to be collectible. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why they're still here in 2018, that they're still collectible at the end of the day, 
And if there's nothing collectible about them, that and it used to be the stories. I'm mm -hmm. saying, but if it's the stories, it doesn't matter what medium is on. It matter. It, that's what I'm trying to you get. You can't to. collect digital. But I'm saying that's if you're collecting. But if you're there to read the stories, if you're there because you're following something, you can't. You, that's what you want to do. You know what I'm trying to say? Not doing. Well, the I just think the medium. The problem that I think is in, it's in the same thing in the reading. I read a lot of books, and one of the things is we've moved on from from physical to electronic because it's the ease of use. But you've also seen I've also seen experiments where people have done, um, you know, try to write a novel or, or, or tell a story using Twitter. But you know, but are those novels are those novels collectibles? But they're not looking at collectible. That's one thing. That's a different aspect altogether. The question is having people entertained. If the if the market for comic books is only collectible, then that's a whole different thing. That you need to have the physical. But if you're saying you need to have the physical. When, when we were growing up, the thing was the stories. The stories was was the main issue. Was this story good enough? Was Spider Man? Yeah. You know, that's and so. the, the key thing is the stories getting. You. And if the stories, if this, if it's irrelevant to the stories, and then that's not what we're talking about. But we're you collected them. We, we, anybody well, who was reading comics at that time was still collecting them. Everybody had, well, I mean, some of us, some of us continued, other of us mm -hmm. sold off our collections. Or got you taken know. away from us by our significant others and others. Well, it's, there's, there's a difference because the way Marvel and I think DC dealt with the fans were they were the capital F guys, which were the minority. And then there were the people which were the casual reader that were going to pick up whichever issue that came out and then they were going to toss it aside. Mm -hmm. You know, and it, that's not an age group. It was just like, they read it and tear it apart and do that or they draw pictures or they read it and that so then they're more casual with it. And that's what Marvel was trying to go for. And then as the collectible part helped, you know, some of the struggling books and also helped the market, then it started to move to being collectible. And then when the they found out that the readers weren't there anymore. It is a collector's market now. Yes, That's so what it is. And we can't say until there's a way to get those, to get the casual reader back. Because, I mean, the same instance of moviegoers. There are people that say what movie you should see, but then the movies that make 200 million or to like a, a billion aren't necessarily the Oscar winner movies. Therefore, the people that are going to go in and just watch the movie and go home and <clears throat> not make it into, well, what about cinematography? What about this? What about the critical aspect? And that's what comic books are sort of lost. It's the hardest thing is that every time you try to say, you know, like, I guess, um, Ultimate Spider-Man, they were like, it didn't necessarily do the numbers of bringing anything new. But then Corsado was like, we can make this collectible. And it was a successful product from there. So... I don't. I don't think we have an answer in this market to fix because we don't have that casual aspect of taking it, reading it, and you know, like not necessarily throwing it out. But then you read it again, and you're like, it, when you get back to it five years later, it doesn't look anything like <laughs> you know you but first bought it. That's also what made it collectible: the fact that they were disposable. People yes. were not holding on to the Action Comics one. Okay, sold. Like like a whole bunch of copies, more copies than an average comic would at that time, but also a lot more copies than comic books are selling right now. But the only reason, other than the fact that it's the first you know superhero comic with Superman, the other reason why it's so expensive is because it's an incredibly rare comic to find. People didn't hold on to them, especially when you had the Great War on. People were donating all that stuff, pulping paper and such. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it was disposable also made this collectible. Okay, to find one was one thing. To find one in good condition, 
you know, was something else. And that's also been an, that's been an aspect of comics for you know as long as I've as long as I've been into them. So what keeps you reading with the great stories, okay? But then those great stories would induce you know introduce characters, and a lot of people are like, oh, this is a good story, but you know, okay, that's done. Where somebody was like, no, 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 you know, this was great. I'm gonna hold on to this. I'll read it again or something. And then that person or the people were like, hey, wait a minute, these are great characters created. Where are the books? They're all gone, you know. And then there's one that got, oh no, I saved them. I got a whole bunch of them right over here. Mm -hmm. And that's where the whole thing, and that's where the whole thing would come with it. I don't know. Free comic book day at the end of the day. I, I like it. It's been going on for a very long time now. Okay, and I think it's a great idea. I don't know. I'd like to talk to some more comic book shop owners to see how they maximize on it. But for me, the biggest thing is always. I mean, right now th there's a healthy, robust interest in comics, but I keep asking, who are these people? <laughs> who are these people? I don't think it's the long-term people doing it, and the people who have come in. I, I honestly think they just buy them, like, is this collectible, is this collectible? And that's how they do it. The same if they were collecting figurines or baseball cards at this portion. They're not going into it for the story, because I've been reading some of these stories, and these stories are rut. So there's no one who would be coming, hey, did you read this, <laughs> and trying to push it on them. It's more like, hey, did you get this variant cover? Hey, did you get this first appearance? And that doesn't really translate into free comic book day. But what about if they do comics, they just do, uh, and probably the best, the best analogy would probably be working with the movies, where... They do comics just based on the movies, but instead of coming out physically, they just do it electronically. You know, it's done digitally. It's done. How do you sell that? You yeah. can, it can be pirated so easily. You have to have that physical form. Right, but I get that one hundred percent. But it's the same thing. You could say the same thing with books, and but people buy books. The market for books is still is still going up. You know, so if you're buying books, right? I want to see Free Comic Book Day doing like the first issue of Quarter Owls or. Even the ten cent Superman adventure. Yeah, those are good ideas. Like doing something where it's, you have a continuing storyline, right. and you're saying, "I want to keep this thread." Or say, like IDW, they're doing um, the Powerpuff Girls. Do first issue of that, and then it's like, "All right," but then you look at it and say, "We can't do that because of um, you know we make so much money off of the number ones." But it's like you either you give in to Free Comic Book Day and whatever your key storyline is, saying we're going to give this one away. And then it also would add, I mean, this, if you're doing that, then you're sort of, um, or even the new Marvel, the new DC heroes, like you do one of those, then you're like, oh, sweat, I have to pick this up or else, you know, I'm going to, um, you know, it's going to be collectible. Oh, so you're yeah. saying like a, a new suit, like a, like a new DC hero, like they give a, a, another backstory for an hero that they're currently using. Well, or? something that's going on, so the people have some reason to come back. Because yeah. like, most of the time, I have one, but it's in I don't know. I think if you have some storyline, you say well, I want to give this one away, but then you know it's going to make its money back. You know they're gonna, it's not going to lose anything as far as your sales, but it draws people in and saying, here's this new, and it doesn't have to be. You could do a precursor issue. That sort of keys into because all the I mean there's so many other filler aspects of even that Oz like remember the coming of Oz yeah they did something to say here's the zero issue of Oz and it's like a just a BS story right. that they just have Oz doing some X Y Z and you can also do like a back like they do those um, reprints of pointing out like those Marvel sagas where you point out here's all the pieces of the puzzle that was that actually that's that's that was good actually idea. good reading I mean there was at one point where they had the I forget what the names of them were, but they had these little, there were compendiums where each page was detailing what went on in that issue. Yes. And they were able to sell that stuff. There yes. was no art. It was just yeah. all, you know, it was all prose. 
you know, Spider-Man meet with so, and I would read this, and I was like, wow, this sounds really good. I, it, it was better written there than it was in the comic. Mm -hmm. You know, the stuff that they were relating at that point. But those are the things they were able to sell at the time because the interest was so high in following along with the story, what was going on. I mean, but it, it's been progressive. We, you know, story was king. Then you have that where the, you know, the art was king. And now you have to the point where, you, look, I mean, there's the guys who are reading this still, it, the story is driving a lot right now. But, I mean, the money that I make selling is is based on, you know, first appearances, speculation from mm -hmm. some guy. But few guys are really looking to build a really good collection. That's that's always been, that's really troubling for me right now because without that desire, you know, there's no market. Mm -hmm. There's no market for it. With, with the novel, I always thought the difference was that, I mean, don't you want to read the thing in your hands at the end of the day? Don't you want to be able to hold it, have that physical, you know, connection to it, as opposed to sliding over it with the screen? You know, there's a, a different experience altogether. This is for me. There's a different experience mm -hmm. holding there's a, it. There's a different experience, but you know what happens is that I found is that I've, I've started moving on to. I was like at one point, hell's no, I'm not doing electronic mm. books or comics or whatever. But I started reading it, and guess what? I'm reading even more because now you know I don't have to physically store it somewhere but I can I can knock it off much faster I can but do you it would buy it, but you you wouldn't be averse to buying a novel no I wouldn't but that's I wouldn't. A, see, and that's I and I do and I do buy books on a regular basis certain type of books that I buy on a regular basis and I and I buy comics on a certain time certain comics but I don't um but the amount of books I can I can read a much varied lot of books you know I can say you know hey I, I start this one I'm doing a historical history a, a biography an action you know Different, a uh, 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 mystery, and I'm 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 able to go through it. And some of them are, are, are small now, especially with ebooks. You can get an ebook for like two or three. I mean, it only has two or three hundred pages, and I'm able to knock it off in a, a day or two or whatever. You know, and with comics, the same thing too. But I'm saying at least it's there, it's accessible. When I'm on a train, you know, I'm there. If I'm on a vacation, I can try it. I can do whatever I'm interested in reading. Whereas the comics is like physically, you have to carry it with you most of the time. Do you have enough space when you're on a train? Do you have enough space when you're going? We have See, comics in comparison to novels. Yeah, novels is big. Uh, I can I can get I, I, if a novel's this thick, I can get double that number of comics in the bag. And right, I mean, but I have a, it's electronic form. I'm saying it's on my phone or it's on my iPad or whatever. That's what I'm trying to get. The point I'm trying to make. I'm I can carry so much more. You know, I have all the novels. I'm well, tons of novels. What about the is it, what about the pricing? The pricing? Yeah. The I don't think the novels, you know, the, the novels like, like they 14 No, I'm not buying those, but That's I'm buying what, but, 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 but no, but what I'm, but no, but <laughs> the comic, the actual comic is what, five bucks? And I'm buying, on average, ebooks that are in anywhere from the two, the 99 cent range or in 299 range to the 799 or 999. But they're not the new ones, right? They're the yeah. new ones, brand new, they came out, you know? No. So 999. So How the, are these the, people the, supposed to make money yeah. when you're like, it's like, you don't have to pay it's like the music design. industry. No, because you don't pay paper. Paper is a big Who? thing, and you have a, 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 a wider audience. You go through Amazon, you know, they, they're doing audiobooks. They're they're making money those audiobooks. books that are like $14.99. People are like, no way, I'm not paying because that. Because you know why? Because you're like, why? The, whole, the, the ones who are really doing a $14.99 are the huge traditional publishers. But the smaller publishing houses that, you know, how much money does it take for me to, 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 to bring this stuff forward? The big houses are going to always start with $14.99, you know, but the, the smaller houses, or the self-published people are doing it much less. People got to make money. They got to make money, but you don't have to make... It, look, no, if the average no, and the average and then is going I, for, for $5.99... I mean, I bought this... I, I was looking hard... I mean, I was looking hard for a book that I... I mean, some books, yeah, I can read them digitally, but I actually like a hardcover book. Mm -hmm. I like the weight of the book in my hand. I like the feel of the book in my hand. Mm -hmm. And that's also part of the reading experience, that tactile, you know, that tactile connection to it. I could easily, you know, go, okay, I just want to read. I could easily read, you know, this whole thing. But the experience is different. 
And I think for someone like me and for, you know, for, for people who, who, you know, who are like me, you want to still have that particular experience. I mean, there are comic books I read digitally. Right, you know, no, I'll get them, I read digitally. But if I really want to read that thing, okay, if I really want to read it, I don't want to read it in that particular fashion. I want to read it in I my I get that. But, you know, for me, when I want to read something, I want to read it all the time. So, you know, I'm not going to read it while I'm just getting home or if I'm... I'm but I'm you can do that with a comic. No, I get that. But I'm just saying you have to make it easy for the new generation. And what I'm saying is that when you're reading something, I can read it. Get up in the morning, read it. I can read it in a train. I can read it on that's my break, I and, I, and I'm done. But you know, and I can move that, on. To that's the next what we one. did. Yeah. You know, but mm -hmm. I'm saying now, you know, when you look at versus carrying with you, as opposed to, I'm just saying it's carrying the, your the pad in comparison to carrying your carrying comic my phone book. can knock it off. So you you read on your your yeah. phone okay. all the no, time. No, I don't read a comic on my phone. That's just debilitating. <laughs> yeah, I, I, literally I, tend to, I tend to I tend to read the comics on my mini pad. You know. Or when I'm looking through that, because it's much smaller. Yeah, it's a bigger view you could look through. Experience it. is just not the same. It's not the same. But it doesn't take away. You can still be. A yeah, there is and something. There is something lost because the the the, the coloring. Okay, the, the coloring. The the, oh, the old books definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah, something lost right over not there. Not the new books. Sizing a lot of that stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I don't think a lot of people realize when you're on it's on your screen. It, there's a lot being done for you, mm -hmm. as opposed to stuff that you're actually doing. You know that you're actually doing for yourself. Even something but as simple as turning the pages. But we're talking about bringing new readers, and the problem is, is that there's so many other things for them to do. The last thing they're going to do. If you want to bring in new want... readers, you're not going to get them by taking the comic book and making it digital. You're going to have to take that comic book and bring in, okay, a new audience by offering something different. Because to be quite honest, the reading aspect, the tactile, that's a better experience than having it on your tablet. And then if you're going to put it on your tablet, are you going to introduce sound? Are they going to read, or you're going to have sound effects? You're going to have people speaking, like they did with the old uh, Marvel superheroes cartoons. Oh, okay, Lord. are you going to animate stuff? <laughs> because that's what you should be. Able, that's what that format is for. No, if you want to really use that format and maximize it, that's the stuff yeah. you should be doing with yeah. it. Other than we that, we could do that. But I mean, you could also. But I'm saying the, the thing is, is that the, the possibility of creating uh, creating a comic book is much faster, and delivering it to your audience is much faster using this. If you go to Tumblr, if you go to WhatsApp. People are doing stories all the time. They're doing art time, and they're bringing it out there. And I think that we limit ourselves by saying, well, no, you, yeah, I understand the tactile form. It is it's very, I do it myself, too. But there's certain things that I have to use where I have to look at it myself in, in, in the comics. But at the same time, it's there. And I think if we don't understand, if we don't make the comic books available to people in all the different types of mediums, they're not going to read it. They're available the in all the different types of mediums right now. Yeah. They, yeah. They're I available. I don't think it's, a, it's, it's being pushed as much as, as possible. You can go to a comic store right now, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And if you made a purchase with your phone, you can. there are barcodes there. You can go to that barcode and yes. you can download the comic yeah, book right there if you that. want to do that. Yeah, the mediums know. are yeah, out. The do. mediums are out there. It, but the experience is not the same. So I'm going to do that today. I'm going to the comic book store and oh I'm going gosh. to get that comic. And I'm going to try to see. And I'm going to give you my review the next time we go. Oh God. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Oh.